Hey guys, welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. It's just me, Christine Lee, and Ryan Jones. Hi, Ryan. Hello, hello, hello. We're missing Katie Pilata, but she's here in spirit. If you're going to pick an episode to miss, <laughs> this is probably the one. Still the uh, Jordan show. Last night's show was... How would you sum up last night's show? Oh, I don't know if we can sum up last night's show. I mean, we did get two rose ceremonies in one episode. Bookended, almost. Which is super rare, yeah. because last episode sort of ended on a fart, then decided <laughs> to open up this episode with a, a rose ceremony. Usually, if it opens with one, we don't get a second one. Well, and we also saw the effects of face planting from a bunk bed, which, man, poor David... When he showed up, I thought, wait a minute, they're missing a major opportunity here to combine the TV show Botched with the TV show The Bachelorette. You bring in uh, one of the doctors, Dubro or Nassif, and fix that nose. It's early. They could still, because <laughs> as always, you got to pay the bills. And so they very well could bring someone in sponsor-wise or, or cross-promotion synergy, if yes, you will. Yes, yes. But I actually thought he was going to look way worse. Not just because of their pixelation, but just the amount of blood and how serious they made it seem when he fell, I was expecting way more. I mean, he had some bruising around his, you know, his nose a little crooked now, and he had some bruising, but it's not that bad. Well, as a mom of their teenage boys now, but my kids have cracked their heads a couple times, and I can testify the fact that head wounds bleed profusely worse than they often are. So after you stop the bleeding, you're like, oh, okay, it's not as terrible as I thought. Thank goodness. So you can kind of get how some of the guys were seriously worried about his health. Of course. Because you see that, so that you're thinking it might not have been, like, yeah, you break your nose and there's a lot of blood, but maybe amount of blood makes it seem worse. The amount than of blood actually. makes it seem really scary. So I thought he looked better than what I was expecting, but can I think we agree that Becca's not marrying someone that falls out of a top bunk of a bed? She's not going to marry a guy like that. She's also not going to marry a guy who thinks the world is flat. And this is another thing with this episode. So ultimately, at the end, we have 12 guys left. Yeah. Once we get through both row ceremonies. But it's tough to watch her out on dates with Garrett or even listen to Lincoln talking at all, knowing all the stuff about them that she doesn't know. And so when she's out on a date with Garrett, first of all, you just hope she doesn't pick him because even though she's been somewhat defensive of him after filming, you know, get to know him, all this, even though, I, whatever, liking the things he was liking is hard to defend. But And then obviously with Lincoln, there's going to be no defense. It just takes this, the wind out of these sails, yeah. like, because the... the the fact that Lincoln thinks the world is flat. And did you see uh, Jean Blanc? They were sitting next to each other on the couch. Jean Blanc lifted up his butt and scooted over as away from Lincoln as he was saying that, like, you can dig yourself into this hole by yourself. I don't even want to be seen on camera while you do it. Yeah. I, I didn't think we'd have any flat earthers. <laughs> and especially ones that are seemingly, again, now that we know about him, he seemed educated. Okay, let's bring it into context. What we've found out about Lincoln is that he had been charged with some domestic battery. He was uh, he was on a cruise ship and he it was he groped someone that he wasn't, you know, obviously not supposed to grope anyone, but So there's some charges that are very And he's going he's probably going to have to file as a sex offender, like all these things yeah. that a basic background check should catch. 
and how whoever, you know, because ABC then responded with, listen, our company, which we've never had a problem with in, in background checks, because yeah. obviously they can't find, you know, or they should find, but don't, they're not looking for racist tweets or likes on on Instagram. But this is a basic thing. I mean, right here where we work, if I had even one one-thousandth of that sort of charge, it would show up, yeah, no of doubt. Course I've it would. seen it show up. I've run it on people before, and, and minor stuff has shown up. Even like the worst PI in the world could get this information. I don't understand how he even he got on the show. He through the cracks. And it's so disappointing because when you see his personality on the show up until last night when he revealed himself to be a flat earther, he's just kind of a, a, a sweet guy with a, a very, uh, like a beautiful accent and he's fun to watch and he's a good looking guy. And so then now knowing what we know about him, you're right. It's extremely disappointing. And then regarding Garrett, He's been liking stuff on social media, kind of along the lines of what happened has happened in other um, sort of like seasons. Lee, if you remember Lee yes. from last year, who we found out was tweeting all kinds of racist and right. homophobic and basically anything other than you know white male stuff, right? Uh, you know, anti-female, the whole deal. And it just, besides the fact that that stuff's disgusting, you can see how easy it is. To be a total fraud because Garrett, especially, I think you would never know. Like he does come yeah. across as just a like a normal geeky guy, just like Who she's a normal geeky girl. And well, and that's what, so. If you're finding this out for the first time that he, that Garrett has you know done this stuff on social media, it bursts your bubble because after last night's episode, which was so adorable, yep. and you know, it started out with Jordan being a total ass, like he always and is. ended the same way, and ended with him being an ass and making all these stupid comments, like uh, "I'm not wearing a tie," and the shirt is made for a tie. And any like who, you're a guy, you know about ties. I, do you know there are shirts that have a certain fold that if it's missing a tie, that he could go one way or the other? No. Uh, and he might be making it up. I don't know if that's true. What he, the hell is that? Half the stuff he says, I just assume he's making up on the spot. Yeah, he's pulling. He's like, basically, he's running a very long improv. And, and then when he told said that David's face looked like um, a Picasso, you know. Well, that was kind of funny. That was, and it was also ironic because as he said it, um, we had had thunderstorms in the area, and I was watching it off my DVR. My TV froze, <laughs> pixelated like a Picasso. I was just, maybe ABC was thinking we're going to go and do some artsy stuff. And so maybe it wasn't the storms. Maybe it was ABC. Maybe it was ABC. But nonetheless, David was the one who got the rose, bitch. So they, they're playing that drama up. They're totally playing it up. And I get, I get why both of them are playing it the way they are. Because I think they both know they're not going to win. If, whatever you want to call it. So be, they're be the one at the end. into their roles? Yeah. So Jordan knows they're going to need a narrator. They're going to need a villain. He's filling both of those roles very well. Because if he wasn't on the show right now, and as much as I dislike him, if he wasn't on the show, who's the narrator? They don't have one. No. Is it going to be Colton, who is still one of my guys, but he's sort of bland. So he's not going to be too biting. The only time he gets excited is when he wants to tell Jordan how much he doesn't like him. Jason. Jason's been okay, I. but he, again, I don't know that he brings an entertainment value. And then David, falling out of bed notwithstanding. <laughs> that was a boon for ABC. They needed something. Yeah. He, he realizes he's not going to be the guy. So what do you do? You have to be the yin to his yang. And I think 
he realizes it's only going to last so long, and that's what I think we're going to get to next week, which yeah. they're playing. It, Vegas. it seems to a two to one in Vegas, uh, two on one, and maybe both of them go. Who knows? But was it a pity rose? Do you think he, if he hadn't fallen out of the bed, would he still be around? I think so because I do think that the two on one was going to happen. You think he would have been still around? You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think this two on one. Ever since they started their little back and forth, yeah. the two-on-one was a no-brainer. So I don't think he was going anywhere, but the way she did it, obviously, was a pity rose because yeah. that was literally could not have been more of a pity rose. It's, oh, wait here, goes and gets one of the roses from the rose ceremony so he can go and take a nap. I mean, <laughs> Because doctor's orders, he needs his sleep. Fine, but <laughs> come on. This is... Man up! This is the Bachelorette. Seriously, there is, I there is a lot of cattiness going on though right now with these guys, like kind of backstabbing and a little, uh, you know, just the little comments that they're making a, a, about each other. But stop talking about each other with her. It, and maybe they've never seen the show before. But if you've ever seen any of these shows, and we've talked about it yeah. time and again, you never succeed when you spend your time bitching and moaning about. The other guy or girl? Well, uh, Nick, the mm-hmm. wearing a stupid tracksuit. Like I, I, I almost had to look up on my laptop. Like, who is this guy? And then they said, "Oh, Nick's coming with with the track." I did not recognize him at all, and I didn't get it. I didn't get it either. What was that all about? It, you know, the joke, I guess, being, "Oh, where, where can you pin the rose?" Oh. But that, that that's it. I didn't I didn't understand. It wasn't it. even a good looking tracksuit. He, he would have been. <laughs> I was like, I thought maybe it was ABC trying to throw in a little, uh, you know, clothing line. Seriously, at least get Sopranos level tracksuits, you know. <laughs> exactly. When they show up to the deli, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. this is this guy means business. He looked like a like a clown. Yeah. I, and I know they threw clown around a lot this week, but he really did. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get it. And I mean, I guess she did because he got the rose and she. Pinned it on a tracksuit. I mean, yeah. at least wear a chicken suit. Be be fun about it. Yeah, no. But they uh, the first group date where they continued like their love journey in Park City, Utah. Well, before we get to that, we lost two very important people to the show. Uh, obviously, we had lost Clay last week. Clay because of the he needs to go have what surgery, surgery on, on his, on his wrist. wrist. Uh, but then in the rose ceremony to open the episode, we lost very vital members Ryan and Mike. Man Bun Mike. Man Bun Mike. And I don't even have a face for Ryan in my head. I, only I, worse. I literally only picked him on my team because of name. his name. There's and he oh, he's pro- kind of a mousy looking guy. And he's proven to this point through four or three and one tenth of episodes that who? Yeah, he doesn't have much to no, say. I literally had to do the math. Okay, let's go one, two. They're not here. Oh, it's Ryan. I couldn't have picked him. Clearly picked him out of a yeah, lineup. Yeah, because it came they down to the last three, and, and they didn't count on his name. So right. So yeah, uh, those two guys went home. They and said, then we went to Park City. Woo! Then we went to Park City, and how beautiful yeah. is Park City? I will say, for them not going international, they picked a hell of a spot. Just like Big Bear last year. Like, it, <sighs> at least if you're going to stay in the states. Wow. Make it seem like you're in another country, and Park City is a good choice for that. I mean, absolutely beautiful from the landscape to just you. I felt like I was breathing fresh air when I was watching them, you know, bound through the snow and in that beautiful chalet or lodge. Just like. And Garrett gets a one on one right off the bat. And it was a really 
fun, awesome date. Although, obviously, they've never seen the movie Frozen, not the animated movie. The movie where they get stuck on a chairlift because they didn't put their emergency, the little front thing down. Did you notice that? Mm-mm. When you go up the chairlift, you got to I've never lo- been skiing, so I oh, don't know. Oh, so when you that. get on a chairlift, there's a little bar that comes down that keeps you from falling off. Um, they didn't put it down because they were too busy with the selfie stick. And I'm thinking, put the safety bar down, you morons. I know from Dumb and Dumber not to stick my tongue against the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, what? Christmas story taught us that, too. The one thing from this date, though, that was a little concerning and maybe should have been a red flag at the time, why did Garrett know the exact age of a sixth grader immediately? Twelve? I thought, I have kids who are 13 and... What is it, 15, 16... I couldn't tell you what yeah. age. You don't they even were. know your own kids' ages, and Thank this guy you. is like, "Oh yeah, that's sixth grade." Mm. Oh, that that reminds me is of that Blake. concerning. Blake screwing around with her in the beginning. How many kids you want to have? Three. <laughs> you know, five. I want a boy's name for a girl, Charlie. <laughs> but her eyes after he said five. Five. It reminded uh. me of that commercial that's currently running where they set up people on their first dates, oh, yeah. and they're like, "This is the car you're going to have when you have five kids and two pets." I'm like, oh, let's slow down. And by the way, I like Blake. I do too. I and actually, I thought that at first, I thought he was being serious in the beginning when he's like, "I want," but then you could see he was playing with her. But at the same time, he had actually thought about the names for kids. I, I got the feeling he was having fun, but also a little serious. Which, I, at this point, four yeah. weeks in, yeah. or three and a half weeks in. These are the sort of conversations mm-hmm. you should be having. Right. And not to jump around, but that was the issue with Jean Blanc, where he sits down and he tries to have this, I'm falling in love with you. And that's a, this whole train wreck of gives her a, a perfume and then... Wants it back. Yeah. What about <laughs> what about the gift? Dude, you're not helping. But the contrast is very clear of why one went home right away and one, why one is if not a, the favorite, one of the favorites, yeah. because that's the perfect example of yeah. you have fun, but hey, we're still talking serious, and yeah, we, we both yeah. want kids, and we both want multiple kids, and... We both want boys' names if we yeah, have a girl. Like, it that was, was cute. That walking the line, that and genuine-seeming, unlike Jean Blanc, who last week I noticed for the first time when... Forget his intro video, which is supposed to be a joke, but when he just... He sat down with her another time on the couch and recited lines that seemed like he had been writing them and Very writing rehearsed. them and oh, this is what I'm going to say and I guess since he stuck around he thought he'd keep doing that because he just seemed like a bad actor not to steal a political <laughs> term but a literal bad, bad actor. actor yeah it just was well, eh. and and it's interesting because after watching um Garrett at, on their and I want to really talk about their date because it was so fun. But then seeing I really like um, Jason with Slick Hair, and seeing her with Jason afterwards after with Garrett, it didn't seem like she was as natural with Jason as she was with Garrett and Blake. She was very natural with Garrett, very natural with Blake. And even though I really like Jason, it was a stark contrast. But like I think they have chemistry, but I think she likes Garrett. A lot better, which is troubling. It's one of the bachelor bachelorette cliches that we always talk about is, you know, where are you in the relationship? Yeah. And uh, I'm more along with you than you and validation and all this. This is a so perfect example of not being at the same spot as other people because right. he might think so. But you, I'm with you. You could tell that she's likes him and like 
is warming up and is like, okay, yeah, he's funny. He makes me feel safe. And all I this like stuff. Jason a lot, but just not quite the same clicking. Like not not being herself. Like she's still a little like, holding back a little bit. She's so silly and quirky and bouncing around that store in uh, Park City with yeah, Garrett. Yeah, when they were doing the touristy stuff. The, yeah, yeah, with the alpaca. alpaca. <laughs> Which I didn't know you could do so much with alpaca fur, but it's cool. Did, I hope they shave the alpaca. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. not like... I mean, unless they do made. things differently in, in Utah. I don't no, know. But yes, we have... Shaved. Not we, me, but we in this general area have alpaca around. And yeah, yes, do. they keep them to, to shave. There's a, a farm in my town and the people actually walk their alpaca around... Our town, and I mean, I don't live in a farm town. Like it's like streets and cars and bring them over, start comes, mowing the lawn. Here I don't comes know. the alpaca, but they go on the, um, they go romping in the snow, and and she has on her hat, and and she really is such a beautiful girl. I, I wrote down Elizabeth Hurley. She reminded me of uh, Liz Hurley when she was, you know, in her twenties. She's just lets her guard down with him, and then they go bobsledding with the with the really cool backstory. Yeah, that was awesome. I feel bad I can't remember the uh, Olympians' names, but I love their backstory, how they were teammates, and how they told the story. Yeah, it was cute. And it's like not only did we get this, but then we got married, and yeah. I'm like, oh man. I know, and then I, I bring get, the Olympics back. I was kind of watching Garrett to see what his reaction was when they told him that, to see if he would would if he would be, you know, like he is on social media, right? Like not accepting, but I, I he had his game face on. And it was interesting though that he was married before, and yes, okay. I mean, obviously nowadays it's very common, but. And it all happened very fast. Now, not two months no. knowing each other fast, but... What's weird about his whole former relationship is they were together for a year and a half, engaged for a year and a half. That's three years together, which is a fairly lengthy amount of time to get to know someone. Two months into the marriage, they call it off. Like, what happened between... Like, that's what I didn't put together like suddenly this is a different person after two months when you've been together for three years and we talk about cliches talk about cliche again about sometimes getting the ring for both parties not just a girl not just a yeah. guy does click something in the brain and so he as a husband might because there's always two sides to every story so for him sitting there saying she was emotionally abusive and all this what wife isn't I mean I was yelling at George <laughs> sorry during when that was airing, I was saying, "See, I'm not the only one." And while that might be true, <laughs> she might have been emotionally abusive. I don't. There are two sides to every story, so it very well could have been the other thing. Where as soon as they were married, he thought, "Okay, you're going to you're, you're going to no, you're going to be the wife, and you're going to do the who knows." Especially with how he's been on social media, maybe he is one of those overbearing husbands, but wasn't that way as a boyfriend. Yeah, I just feel like he, after you, he got married and then two months later, it feels like one of those, like, oh, crap, this is for real, and I, I want out, and if it's within you know two months, we can call it an annulment, maybe? I don't know. I felt like he just yeah realized I mean, what he had done. Because when you're dating, it's still just in a, con a concept of yes. going to be married. And then even when you're engaged, it's still just a concept right. of we're going to be married. But then once you're married, you're married. Uh, oh, Okay, and yeah. who knows whose story is who is right, but 
clearly something went wrong. I just I was thinking of Gary Shandling, the HBO show, the video, the documentary, and they told a story of how he was finally engaged to his fiance, and he did not want to get married, did not want to have kids, and so in, instead of having to walk down the aisle with her, he said, "We'll get married after we finish building our house. Let's build a house." And so he started building this house that took years, and of course they never got, you know, it never went anywhere. But I feel like that's what's going on with, with Garrett. Um, but she it, clearly doesn't mind. Well, it kind of took her by surprise, and and then she let it go, I think. And got it. Gave him the rose. Gave him the rose. Kept him around. Kept him around. And generally speaking, whenever somebody opens up, they get a rose. Right. So even if she was. Took him down a few notches of, oh, you were married before. So if you win this thing, I'm going to be your second wife. And then you start, the wheels start spinning. But he was honest. And this wasn't one of those things that in week 10, he's saying, okay, um, yeah, that woman at the door is my ex-wife. And she came. Because who right. knows? Like last season, people just show up sometimes. <laughs> so he was honest. I, I think week you know, week four or episode four, I think is a fair time to start getting into the deeper ish. And yeah, and she's still defending him now. Is that what you're saying? Because he yeah. also liked comments about the Parkland shooting I, it, and it's trans really, people, and it's really sketchy stuff. But yeah, there have been there have him? been times since filming ended that I've found where it's more just oh wait and see, and there you know you got to know someone and yada yada yada. Not like Rachel with Lee who. She basically told him to STFU. And... I did like the bobsledding sequence of filming where they showed them going to. So you can really do that? Like you can go and. If you have Olympians with you, I guess. Well, I mean, that seemed insane to me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think really I don't insane. think the two of us can go and go bobsledding. I think you need I mean, professionals with you. One of these bucket list things where if you have the money, I guess you could do it. I mean, do you want to try out for next season's Bachelor and hope you go to Park City and get this? I don't know. But she made the... uh, That would scare the crap out of me. Me too. And I've gone skydiving. That seemed... I'm like, no, thank you. Mm. But she made the um, analogy or it was like a metaphor for being on The Bachelorette where it's it's fast, it's exciting, you got to be aware of the curves, and in the end, you get this great big thrill. If it were anyone else, and I, I didn't know. know it, it was right up until the whole, hey, I was married, it was it really was a great date. They were having fun, and they were being touristy, and they were being goofy, and then, oh, yeah, I forgot. He seems like all terrible of a person. And yet he reminds her, her of, his, of her dad. Right, and, and that, so. that didn't necessarily go over well on social media. A lot of you are like, do you really? There, I think there's a difference between... This is someone he would like, and oh, I'm with you because you're like. There are two very different paths. I think it was more just he dig you. He would. Well, yeah, but I also I I like people who remind me of my father. My father is strong. It's very he's common. Tough. He's he's tall. He served our country. Like you know, and there are a lot of things about my father that I would rather not. Uh, find those qualities. So you want to find all the best qualities. Exactly. Of your exactly. of your male. Figures growing up, whether it's your father, grandfather, uncle, whatever. So I want to get back to um, Lincoln, and then we have to get on to uh, Jean Blanc. But really, in this day and age, is, is he joking about thinking that the world is flat? Because I really have to think that 
he said, any guy who thinks the world is flat but then says, find me an astrophysicist who can explain. I looked up astrophysicists. I, I know what an astrophysicist is. But, I mean, he knew that an astro- astrophysicist has to do with the laws of physics and objects in the universe and astronomy. He's got to be full of crap. Yeah, because I would just say, find me someone with a brain who yes. will tell me that the world is flat. I mean, yes. it just... He said astrophysicist. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. There are a handful of NBA guys the last yeah. year and a half or so that have said, oh, yeah, the world's flat. Even and, like Charles Barkley or someone was And immediately... Ju- or no, pe- Shaq. And immediately people have the same reaction as you. Is, is it just a put on? Right. Is it just to get attention? Is it just to mess with people? And usually I, I think I would believe that. Because it's just you want to, you get bored. You want to screw with the press or whatever. I think he was serious. I think he's a flat earther. And (laughs) has he not been on a plane and seen the curvature of the horizon? You don't know. It just you just keep going. And (laughs) it's his. I mean, not that any excuse for why you think the Earth is flat makes sense, but his are particularly dumb. Didn't he say that he thinks the Earth is a rectangle? Maybe it's a rectangle is what he said. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a rectangle. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I just. I just am so disappointed in him and Garrett. Really. Yeah, I mean, even if he wasn't also a terrible person, it would be. I think time to move along from Lincoln. And it's point. too bad because I really enjoy listening to him speak. His oh, accent his accent is, is awesome. Is just so intoxicating. But it turns out he's a tool. So let's, <laughs> if we can out. move this along and get him out, and you know, you start going through, you know, we gotta we gotta talk a little what bit more. What guys aren't tools that are? I mean, we have Captain Underpants in his stupid gold underwear, like just a complete. Just douchebag. He's got to go. Jean Blanc with the L word. Well, he's and wanting, gone. He's gone. Wanting wanting his perfume back. So time. <laughs> what for about him, my gift? It was time for him to go. Um, you know, I I don't really find any guys that are really anything special. I think we're down to twelve. Besides Blake, we're we're down to twelve, and yeah. I think Blake, Colton, and Wills are probably the three. Who and we can talk about Wills in a second are the three that have sort of seemed the most genuine, even yeah. with the Tia stuff with Colton, have seen them seem the most genuine, and who there's clearly some chemistry. And then you get into sort of the the next level of guys who like Chris or Jason or Leo, who seem like okay. I like Leo. I do too, but I don't know if there's anything there with them. No, there's not. But, but I like he seems him. super cool. But that's the problem. Like, yeah, he seems cool. But then yeah. you get into, okay, Jordan. No. She's not picking Jordan. <clears throat> she's not picking David. No. John seems like a super nice guy. And he did the lumberjack he thing. He did the lumberjack thing. I'm, I'm like, why are they putting the computer guy? And then he went and crushed it. I was like, I okay, well, never mind. Yeah. And Again, that's hard. Have you tried rolling logs before? No, God, no. That is hard. Yeah, no, I'm not a man's man. That is crazy. I, and, but the thing is, John, I never would have thought was, and he crushed it. Well, but, those are the people who are always the best, and, the ones who surprise and you. And John seems like a really cool guy who clearly has a successful career, is you know, with Venmo and all that. I don't, I just don't see any chemistry there. So, Connor is a, you know, fly off the rail and just he's got the 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 short fuse. So who knows with him? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're you're in tiers here, but the the top tier is very small for this many guys know, still being right? around. Yeah. And then there's even the guys who you're like they're kind of cool. That's not happening. 
No. Um, and I'm so bummed because I really like Leo a lot. Like, he's just, there's something about him that's so, I I just like watching him. I like listening to him. I like, when he, when he speaks, he has something to say. Um, it's not just garbage. Yeah. You know, I just, I hope we see more of him, you know, in along the way in The Bachelor. Edition. I have a feeling he's going to be a big hit in Paradise. I, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. And so we have to go through this whole John Blanc thing where he, for some reason, has this scripted thing where I'm going to tell her that I'm falling in love with her. Yeah. What? You think that was scripted? He, You think he put it in his head? Not as scripted as last week, but he clearly felt he needed to Make say something. Yeah. And as he even said, well, I thought that was what you wanted to hear. Right. Dude, you're making it worse. I don't understand. And then asking for your perfume back. I mean, like, like the whole toolbox. He is, he's not a tool. He is the whole toolbox. <laughs> Have you ever in your life asked for something back once no. you give it? To, unless you let someone borrow something. Wow. Well, it's different. But I've never given... A significant other something, and then you break up and say, "Can I have it back?" You know, and I'm going to take that back now. What are you talking? But it wasn't even like it was something of value. Like I could maybe understand if it's people argue about giving back. Yeah, rings. if it's a ring, I can understand this heirloom, of course. But when you have thousands of colognes, and I had this one made for you, the first thing you say when she walks you out is, "What about my gift?" But you made it for me, so it's not even of any use to you. It's custom for my body and skin pheromones. You make no sense. And he just flipped her on her head, thankfully not literally. Right. Because she went from this great spot to, okay, this is over. I'm not giving out a rose. I'm going home. It has this one-on-one with Wills that she can't even get through like the the typical like this is what we're going to do today she's in the camera basically crying because it's like well are guys just going to tell me what they think i want to hear yeah and i think if he hadn't said that he might have been able to stick around because they were making like he he might have been able to stick around maybe beyond this episode he wasn't standing out as someone that i thought was going to go away because i thought that he was making some headway with her and I kind of even though thought he was a weirdo, <laughs> she seemed to like him because she likes goofy, mm-hmm. quirky guys. Yeah. Wills landed the second one-on-one date with her. And uh, she was, like you said, still emotional, still shaken up. I mean, he just talk about a tall task. So yeah. he's trying to act goofy on as he's walking over there. And he, he could tell right away, even though he wasn't there, like, I get it. You're in a weird space. Like, yep. let's forget about yesterday. We're gonna we're gonna get on some snowmobiles. snowmobiles. And uh, he, he even said, "I kept looking back. I wanted to check on you, make yep. sure you're okay." Like he, it took a while. I mean, he, it was one of those like, which okay. is a sign of a good guy to look back to look back and check on you. You know, and even just overall, he was looking like he was looking after her, trying to just get her out of the funk. Right. And he just he seemed unlike Jean Blanc. He just seemed like a genuine dude. Well, who, there couldn't have been a better contrast between John Block and Wills. Like that's exactly what she needed, exactly when she needed it. Because you know, talk about insult to injury. They had a cute picnic on the mountain, and um, he talked about his past heartbreak. Uh, I mean, which is universal. Yeah, so. who hasn't had their heart and, broken? But as we've seen over the years, some people don't want to talk about it. 
with someone Dean. who you, yeah, with someone who you <laughs> might be marrying. Yeah, why would you want to talk about it? Um, but he because your father lives on the top of a mountain and <laughs> has grown a beard down to his knees. <laughs> and with these two, it just—I mean, she's clearly into him because you know they have the picnic and she's like, "Let's get out of here." Yeah. And then they're like, "Okay," and then we're making out against the wall right. and like, "Okay, this is." Again, why he's part of that very small top tier. Right. And you get to see that contrast with like a Jordan who, yeah, is a fun narrator and is the villain. But when you're looking at who's going to be here for the long haul, that's the most – another perfect example of contrast. Like they're just in two – almost in two different shows. I just don't feel like the Jordan is even a very good villain. I feel like he's just really trying to play it up with the Captain Underpants and the model stuff and, you know, the tie. And she can tell, like – I just feel like he Professionalism. Just, yeah. And that's my face. Oh, yeah. I model. This is what I do. It's my face. Just – I feel like he's just – doing it so like crystal if she was doing it last season to be a villain and doing it over the top on purpose she did it really well and was believable jordan is just like come on we I, we see your game it's and it's cute. so he decides to strip and just wear his golden underwear and... which for a male model i was shocked at the cottage cheese thighs and i can say it because i have them myself I thought he had kind of feminine thighs. Christine, this is a safe space. We do not fat shame <laughs> he people. He can't sit there and put other people's bodies in, down and then strip down and not expect us to say, well, look, you're not perfect. He's not, but unfortunately he did get a rose. Uh, and we saw Jean Blanc leave, but then we also lost Nick, Nick. and Kristan. And again, guys who were like, eh? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, not great to have Jordan around, but not like you sent home anybody that... That was making any plays anyway. Yeah. And that, you know, that leaves us with 12 people who they're going to Vegas next week. Right. Which uh, I know you're not a, necessarily a fan. One of my favorite cities in the States. You can fill us in on all the landmarks wherever <laughs> they go. You can say, yep, yep, yep. I know that. I know that. Right. And it. I'm not sure which park they end up going to uh it looks like she has a couple dates in the in the desert whether how many it's times have you been to vegas <sighs> you've lost count right too many um have you been to the part that she was they were showing like the desert area and... the, the desert i haven't i was supposed to go to zion national park with a buddy of mine last month and my flight just didn't get in on time so I, they either are going to the grand canyon or they're going to zion and i'm assuming zion just because it's a little more a little more parky, if that makes sense. Because like, you go to the Grand Canyon, it's like, there's the Grand Canyon, kids. You know, like, right Have you of... been to the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Well, I've driven past the Grand Canyon. It's oh. like National Lampoons. It's like, there it is. Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. It, it, exactly. <laughs> and so with Zion, I was a little more interested because it's hiking and it's climbing yep. and it's all that stuff. So I'm assuming the two-on-one ends up there. between. And then she could push one of them off the cliff. <laughs> between between uh, Chicken Man and, and uh, Jordan, we could see another one of the, you both go. Because maybe she's just sick of the back and forth. She's not like that, though. She's... She she isn't. But Vegas brings out some crazy stuff. This is true. So you're, but you're going to get some, you know, they're going to be on the strip. I'm sure they're going to go to some clubs. And right. They're going to be a lot of drinking and a lot of. Maybe a celebrity appearance. Maybe a celebrity appearance. I didn't appearance. know the country singer that was on. Uh, no, that's yeah. Join the long list of okay. unknown people that are on the show. But maybe some celebrity. Appearances. Maybe we see the twins. That is their 
their hometown. Oh, yes, Emily and uh... the other one. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't remember her name, but the, oh come they, on, they're twins. People and they're... are yelling at their I radios. Right oh, of now. course, it's this one. I don't know. I apologize to the other one. Where's Katie when we need her? But maybe we see a twin. Maybe we see both the twins. Maybe we see Wayne Newton. Maybe we see J Lo. Maybe we see the Backstreet Ooh, Boys. J Lo. Maybe we see Gwen Stefani. Maybe we see Britney. Britney Spears. Who knows? Maybe we suddenly see no one. I don't know. Maybe but we that's just see the, the excitement. Maybe of going we see to Captain Other Underpants again. Well, he's gonna steal someone's girl, or the guy who steals everyone's girl, or whatever the heck that is supposed to be all about. Yeah, it, Vegas always brings out drama, so this is a good right. spot to go where then hopefully they'll go international. Because yes, I, I love Vegas, but this is not—it's not exactly the most exciting place to bring. No. A huge party when you're supposed to be going to France or... Morocco. Yeah. Vegas. Well, maybe go to the actual Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Not like, wow, I thought the Eiffel Tower was a lot bigger than this. All right, so we're down to 12. Uh, oh, right. So we're down to 12. And... Huh. Yes. Do you know how many people you have of those 12? Because we have our own teams, for those of you that we aren't following We do a fantasy along. pick, and we all pick our own players, so to speak. So let's see, uh, you know... How many do I have left? Anyone? Uh, well, you have Wills, which is yeah. a really mm-hmm. good captain of your team. Solid. Then you have Chicken Man. Dave? <clears throat> oh, there's no more. Um, hmm. Wait, that's it? My team has been decimated? So of the 12, you have two. <laughs> and on, <clears throat> excuse me, on my team, I have, uh, I've got John, the computer the, guy, the, who, the guy, who apparently can also the climb logger. the logger. He logs on a computer and he rolls logs. Oh, I see, they missed an opportunity. Uh, Lincoln, unfortunately. Weren't, weren't. Chris, who's sort of okay. I can't even remember what he looks like. And Colton, who's... Who's the front runner. And then Katie basically has everybody. She has Garrett, Womp, uh, Blake, Connor, Jason, Jordan, and Leo. I like Blake and Jason and Wills. So at least one of those are on your team. One of those guys so are on So two of 12 team. are you. <laughs> and four of 12, which isn't much better. Isn't it? All right, so we're back again next week to talk more things. Viva Bachelor. Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas. Uh, catch us on social media at Bachelor Podcast. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And Katie, we missed you. Please come back soon. <laughs>